Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. Today's show, we're answering your sex and relationship questions, including how to date online when you have kids, what to do when she comes too quickly, and why your partner's fantasies are not a threat. All this and more. Thanks for listening. I love when I run into listeners of the podcast in the real world. You always ask such great sex questions. And you also ask me, is the womanizer really that good? Or tell me more about the womanizer, which doesn't surprise me because it's still the top search term on sexwithemily.com. The good news is I could talk about the womanizer all day. I call it the clip whisper because it seems to know exactly what I want. I didn't think they could top the womanizer to go, the one that's shaped like a lipstick. But guess what? They did. The latest womanizer is called the Starlet. It's got all the power of the original, but it's super tiny. It literally fits in the palm of your hand. The womanizer uses patented pleasure air technology to indirectly stimulate your clitoris with gentle suction and air pressure. It's so effective. Some women have an orgasm in 60 seconds. If you haven't tried a womanizer, now is the time. There are a bunch of different models, but trust me, all of them are the sure thing. To order your Womanizer Starlet, click on the Womanizer banner on my site or find it at goodvibes.com slash Emily. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily. You got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. But you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com and subscribe. We make it so easy there. Subscribe to the newsletter, our social media, subscribe to the podcast. I think there's a subscribe button now, right? Or like a page that says like, hey, here's what's happening with us. It should almost be prescribed because it's almost like a drug. Prescribe it is like a drug, Prescribe Anderson. to sex with Emily. Prescribe if you want to fix what ails you. Hi, Em. What's up? Hi. It's good to see you, it's honey. It's good to see you, kid. I know. How you doing now that you're a dad? I'm well. I'm, I'm happy to be here. I'm, I feel like a little bit awake for the first time all week. Wow. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Because this is life. Sex, talking about sex, hanging with me. Sitting across from you and talking on your show is very, very... It's invigorating. I enjoy it. I, I look forward to these, uh, to this time of the week every week. And uh, here we go. Here we go. Yeah. I love it. I, when I came in, I couldn't help but notice that somebody was sitting in my chair. And then I realized it wasn't a somebody. It was a, a it thing. Was, and it was wrapped. And It's a wrapped gift. What is that? It's um, it's for your, it's for you and your wife and little baby Atticus. I've been a, I've been a dad for just over three weeks now. And... Uh, Here's the thing about about newborns. Tell me about it. Okay, moms like they just love them. It's instinctual because it, they've been growing inside of right. them, and from the moment before they even see the the baby, like she's already in mm-hmm. love with this kid. For the dad, it's like it's a, it's it's a learning curve. It is, and uh, I love him. I'd do anything for him. Of course, but if this was like if we lived in some kind of parallel universe where like uh, they started as toddlers and became newborns, I would not be looking forward to this phase. Right. No, I get it. You know what I mean? Right. Can't talk, can't yeah. really even smile. All he does is pees and, and it's cries. It's hard to connect. How do you get right? Uh, but I, you know, I've had those moments and I absolutely love him. And there's nothing better. Like when I'm actually stressed, I go and I cuddle with him for oh. like about 20, 30 minutes. Uh, and he's a really good baby. He only cries when there's something actually going on. But newborns, it's not my jam. No, no, dude, I get it. It's Looking forward jam. to opening this gift. Open it, open it. 
What is this uh, wrapping paper? It's I, like it's shower special, curtain. Dude, it's special oh wrapping paper. Did you know? Yeah, I, I got it in your Amazon. You told me you registered. Oh, we registered for this. Yeah. Okay, because it's elephants, and the wife is all about elephants. I know. Well, I read her mind, actually. Oh, this is so great. This is like one of the things on your registry, and it's like a crib thing. This is so nice, Em. This is so nice. Yeah. It's elephants, and it's for the crib. And so it goes every perfectly t- with that, uh, that that nursery that I spent six months of my life on. Exactly, for right? Should we take a picture of you opening the elephants? Everyone check out our Instagram. This is going to be fascinating. <laughs> oh, oh and you're so freaking supportive. Thank you so much. Oh, my God, I love you. The baby needs sheets. Isn't that what it is? It was a crib thing. or a, I kept trying to explain to Madison. We couldn't figure out what it was called. What is it called? I think it's like a bumper. A bumper. That's yeah. It. Yeah. Bumper for the crib and you guys pick with it elephants. Up. Okay, so anyway. Thank happy you, Happy baby. Yeah, you're so welcome. Um, but I hear what you're saying, and I think it's probably helpful for a lot of men and women. Like, it's a learned thing having a kid. Like, you're not right away. No, no, no. There's no, there's no like uh, how to book. Well, actually, no. there are a lot of how to books, but I purposely kind of avoided them because I didn't want to go in feeling like I knew everything. I, I, I figure people have been doing this for eons without books. Literally, and billions of people have done this before me and uh, and my wife. And I want to think it was really fun, though, going through all the milestones that are going to be coming, you know, over the next like 12 months. It's like, oh, this is like week uh, month two is when he starts to actually use like uh, pincher right. uh, grasping and when he starts to smile for real. There's a lot of really fun stuff know coming up. If you didn't read about it. Well, I, I was reading the milestones. Just I looked at the chart. No, right. That's easy. Chart. Just quick, quick, quick. And then and then on month three, if he doesn't smile, you'll be like, God damn it. Yeah, like they that. have like charts like he'll be falling behind if he's not doing this. And it's like, all right, all right. I'm not going to do that because my wife's way smarter than I am. And she didn't talk until she was like three or something. She was like way behind. Wow. And she didn't crawl or walk. Every Everyone goes at their own pace. Absolutely. You know? That's good. Well, um, congratulations. I can't wait to meet the baby. And, and, and I'm before, sorry if you're disappointed that wasn't like a really large No, I love toy. it. It's actually Oh, awesome yeah. I was afraid life. that it was a blow-up toy or something yeah. for the baby. That'd be an odd odd decision on your part. <laughs> I want to put it past you, though. And also, before we move on, let me just say thank you to you and to Madison and your entire team and Eddie uh, and all the listeners who helped out uh, make the campaign so... For your uh, movie. ...successful. Yeah, Tell we, me we got... Uh, when everything's said and done, we got $85,000 and I asked for 75000 So it was hugely Dude, that's successful. Amazing. And now I have to Andrew make a really first feature. inappropriate feature film that will embarrass my son. Can't wait. That is great, dude. Yes. That's what you got to do. He'll learn from his dad. He'll be very proud of you. You give birth to a, a film and a child. And it's all about sexuality and homosexuality and uh, identity. Yeah, and I almost read the script. Group mentality. So yeah, it's 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 going to be right I up your alley. I think it's amazing. And that, that should feel, I hope that you take that in and you feel really, that that's a big accomplishment. Um, and I'm very proud of you. So Anderson was doing a crowdfunding campaign. Yeah. And, As and I've been blathering on about on this yeah, show for yeah, weeks but now. But it's not, you know, and I just think that it's also a testament to the fact that um, we sat for, we talked, I've known you for four yeah, or five years now. you've been the most supportive uh, non-family member during the, this entire th- time. Because I, Way Thanks, more supportive Anderson. than the other people that I will not name that I've worked with in the past. <laughs> they won't know who they are. They will never. Well, um, but 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 Anderson, because it's so easy to support you, and also this is a. I mean, I, if you don't mind me sharing, hmm. that like probably a year and a half ago, we used to sit and talk behind before the Love Line shows right. about stuff in life. And, and like, I would I always know. get there early. Right, we get there early, and we'd sit and talk, and we do the show, this show there before Love Line, and we, we would talk, and you're Shh, like, I don't that's know, a secret, no one was supposed to know. About you're that. like, you know, I don't know if I can do it, I don't know if I can do it. And you, I'm like, one step at a time. I never said I didn't interns. know if I could do it. No, but you were like, I just don't know. I was just down on myself because no t- I was always behind. Yourself. I'm you're always behind. behind. Yeah, behind. Right, and then you just started doing it, and you yeah. just started, and you got things in place, and it all happened, and and I think you were like, yeah, you were beating yourself up, and now it happened. Now you probably Emily, you were my yourself. cheerleader, and you're great, and I really, really appreciate that. I'm gonna need more of that in the future, so I'm gonna lean on you. As I'm actually making this thing too, uh, don't give up in your dreams. Is my point. Yeah, if you have something you want to do. Um, you're you're probably in your own way. 
we're all getting in our own ways, but sometimes you need someone to help you get out of your way. I just know that I don't want to die with any regrets or any big regrets. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. still regret not kissing that girl named Nikki in, in ninth grade. I should have kissed her, and I didn't want to die not, never making a movie or trying to have a kid. Right. So, exactly. You did both in like a month. Yeah. That's amazing. We didn't make it. Well, I haven't made it yet. Um, I think that's a good point. I don't, I don't have regrets. I always, I think that regrets are a waste of time. What you can do is look at situations and say, you know what? This is what I learned from that time in my life. I was I didn't have the tools yet to kiss her right. and have the confidence to kiss the girl or to take that job or to take that risk. But I learned that next, you know, that times that the next time it happens, I want to, and this is why yeah. you just learn from things. Don't it, hang on to the regret. If it, if it's a little bit of growth, like all bad things that happen to you, hopefully you can use them as positives down the road. Because I've had a lot of bad things happen to me, but yeah. I'm still still trucking them. Every bad thing you get through, and I think the more bad things happen to you, in a way, you get you're even stronger. We learn from well, all I of must them. Must be a very strong. Wrong man, Mr. Universe over here. I know, dude. You're doing great. Um, okay, everyone. So back to this. There's just so much. I feel like Sex I haven't seen news? you. Well, in a minute, but first I want to talk about um how much I love lube because <laughs> you're sucking on some <laughs> my right listeners, now. Kind of. No, I'm this is my head spray. But oh, okay. um I'm I've been <laughs> amazed because our lube survey is about to end because the people at Joe who make mm-hmm. lube, we love them. They asked me what my dream lube would dream lube would be. So we started a lube survey because I said, well, I'll make a dream lube, but I want to talk to my listeners and see what kind of lube they want. So anyway, we put up a survey and we've had like over a thousand responses. So we've extended it like another week or so. Go to sexwithemily.com slash dream lube. Take a very short survey. It'll take you about five minutes. And there's also some questions on there that have been really helpful about the show. Like what people like, they don't like, stuff like that. But again, it's five minutes. We appreciate it. I love that. Yeah. Thank you for doing that. And um, yeah, we do. Now we have some sex in the news. Sex in the Yo. news. Okay. More than one in 10 college students have slept with a professor. Mm. I just found this interesting because I didn't know anybody. Maybe everyone was sleeping with professors, but they didn't admit right. it in college. I would never have looked at a professor and thought that's someone who's even attractive or an option or anything like that. Because maybe I was very innocent. I'm with you. Living in I've Michigan. never been attracted to any of my professors. I know that's a lot of people's fantasies, but not. I, and I never had friends that slept with a professor. So I'm thinking maybe this uh, sample came from one college and there was one professor well, over there that was says. banging everybody. I don't think so. Okay, the numbers you had in the survey from the folks at collegestats.org who must know something mm-hmm. uh, wouldn't, uh, would surprise anybody. It says, it says they don't think the numbers would. Everyone has a friend in their friend circle hooked up with a professor or TA, which I do not. During their four-year undergrad experience. Hell, maybe it was even you. It might be unethical for the folks, the administration, but everyone knows chemistry happens. You put a bunch of horny 20-somethings together for the sake of higher education, Mm -hmm. and here's what happens. So, over half of us admit to fantasizing about a professor. Never. 52%. One in four would act if they knew they would get caught. Um, So, chances are at least one of your lecture mates got dirty with the professor or TA. Three in 20 students have had an affair. And one in five of the affairs with a teacher of the sciences. What? I don't know what that means. Why would you be with the sciences? Because it's so boring, maybe. Maybe. And maybe they, they somehow feel maybe like it's biology. Teach I don't know. You're like, hey, I'll show you a little biology Anatomy. after class. I have no idea. Science teachers aren't hot. I'm thinking maybe back to all thing. of my science teachers. None of them are hot. Yeah, but you might find their minds really sexy. And their I don't think you can't say se- science teachers are all, all not hot. The I, thing I about it. osmosis. No, that's not hot. <laughs> I mean, it's true. It's true. I might sleep with them to get a no to get a better grade. I would never even do that. Oh, um, you just admitted to maybe being a whore. I wish I was a whore. I think I'd have better stories. I was never a whore. Never too late. Whatever that means, <laughs> even how would you even define a whore? Hey, you're getting paid a favor for uh, sex. And people assume that I am. You might as well already. Uh, you might as well hit that. Tap that. Tap it. <laughs> 
offering your services? No, I'm just saying, like, I, I was never a whore, but people assume it, so I might as well. Right. But I'm not even interested right now. It's a longer story. Okay, yeah. so let's move on to, uh, I have another one. Do you? Sex and the News? Yeah. Don't, you don't have to ask me. You know, I, I love the you Sex, love and, the sex news. and the News. Um, 18 things everyone should know about sex according to Reddit. So we were talking before the show. Yes. You and Madison, think, producer Madison, think everyone knows what Reddit is. Reddit I'm is not very sure important. that everyone, everyone knows Well, you have Reddit. so many listeners. I'm sure there's at least True. a couple out there that, have not, that aren't familiar with Reddit, but Reddit is massive. It is massive, but I feel like it is the sort of like underground, like underbelly. Well, one of the reasons why it's trusted by the millennials is because it's not like owned by any kind of giant corporation, even though it has been sold. I think it did sell about a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. I could be wrong. I don't know anything uh, internet. I try to just only watch movies. That's how I live. Internet, right? Try not to uh, go on the internet at all. Do you watch a movie a night? I know, even before maybe. Do I watch? How many movies do you watch a night or a week? I try and I have to watch at least five for my shows. And you always have consistently. Yes. yes. It's a lot of movies. Saw one today, right before say? I came here. That's amazing. Moonlight. Don't Moonlight. Know. Yeah. It's a, it's a movie about homosexuality in the uh, the inner cities. It's a tough oh, one. Yeah. yeah. It's a tough one, especially now. But um, Bla- a, bl- a black dude living the gay life in the urban modern day city is a sad, sad guy. Is so this a new little movie? love. Yeah. It's that right. It'll probably make some noise at the awards season. Okay. Moonlight. Moonlight. Yeah. All right. Um, so once again, okay, when it comes to sex, <laughs> well, this is about Reddit because I do get the Reddit boards, but you go down this thing and you're like, half the people are like, I don't agree with you. Like I get it's a place for people to express. It's like basically a, a message a sound, board. It's sounding board, it's a, yeah. Like the and you can curate it so you can only see the stuff that you right. want to see, like that you're interested in and you can see the people's uh, opinions about it. Right. But according to these Reddit people that uh, <laughs> there was an Ask Reddit thread about what everyone should know about sex. And they thought that um, many of the responses were so dead on accurate. Okay. And I don't know how who picked on Reddit. Right. Was the authority that said these are pretty accurate? Mm-hmm. Maybe it was the ones that came up as many times, so many times, mm-hmm. um, repeatedly. Right. So it's like a vote. Okay. So I'm going to say like I agree with these. So one says always pee after always. Uh-huh. I agree because I think it's a good refresher for everyone too. Because I'm just going to read the ones that I totally agree with. You should always pee after sex, men and women. Pee. Get that bacteria out. Something got in there. Get mm-hmm. it out. And give yourself um, an excuse to go to the bathroom and high five yourself uh, for a job well done. Exactly. There can be weird and awkward bodily noises. Just laugh it off or ignore it. So true. We get yeah. asked a lot, like, what happens if I queef? What if I fart? What do I right. do? Mm-hmm. Keep going. Laugh or don't laugh. Just keep going. If you're having sex, no one cares. And I think when you're when you're younger and starting out, you worry about all these things. But get out sex of your is head, messy and loud yeah. and noisy and beautiful. Right. It's fine. Um, before uh, Ask before you stick a finger in your dude's butt. Or hers. Yep, or hers butt. It's funny because we do these on Instagram. If you don't follow us on Instagram, which is weird to me, you should. But we do these five biggest mistakes you're making in bed videos. Mm -hmm. I think we have the fifth one left to still post. But the last one was about anal sex. And my friend called me. Or someone in my somatica class said to me, well, I learned now. Like, I can't just stick a finger in the butt. I'm like, why? She said, well, I learned that in your video. She actually learned. She oh. didn't know. She said, I just thought. So now she, she's keeping her finger to herself. She was always herself. sticking fingers in guys' butts right. randomly. It's like a little surprise. So please point but her out next time like, we're at a, asks. in the same room. I don't want to shake her hand. Got it. She she's seemed pretty clean point to me, though. Um, so a towel nearby or in use is never, ever a bad idea. I agree. So this goes back to um, <laughs> have a towel. Like afterwards, if you come on her, like mm. if you. Whatever. I think it's really nice for guys to like clean it off. Go to the this bathroom. Is, We've talked about this. Warm. This is why I don't use those motel uh, little hand, uh, the washcloths. I never touch them because I just imagine that they're covered in semen. Dude, everything in hotel rooms covered in oh, semen. No, don't say that. I'm about to live in one for a week. Especially that one. Oh, I am. Don't touch the remote. 
Don't touch the oh, remote. Oh, yeah. dude. Yes. Don't touch the remote. Don't well, touch how am I supposed to get the TV on? You should bring like wet wipes or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but you probably have wet wipes now with the baby yeah, yeah, and all. I got wet wipes galore. You're right. Don't touch anything in there. I almost feel, ugh, I don't want to talk about it. It makes me really grossed out. So, um, a towel. That? Oh, no. Yeah. Like well, Motel Six is where I like to go, and I don't think much gets cleaned over there. Now I'm really good. Now I can't even go on. But I'm just saying a towel by your bed, whatever you're going. There's going to be some mess, and just uh, wipe it up, especially if you like don't make her. Although she has to get up and pee. No matter how many times you are, you're always like the the towel or the uh, shirt. It's always just out of arm's reach. So you got to do that awkward thing where you're like scrambling in the room. To yeah, try you know and what's going to happen. Keep it in your bedside yeah. drawer. Keep a keep a little towel. Okay, it's true what they say about size. It really doesn't matter unless you have a pathologically small one. However, that doesn't mean there are no expectations laid upon you. How hard you can give it to her and how long does matter. Plenty of fact. I still, I like the first part of this. I don't even know what pathologically small means. Um, it is really true that size does not. I'm telling you, like, just like the size of my breasts, guys would be with me because my breasts are not large mm-hmm. enough. Size of your peen. We have preferences with you sex. You can't tell with the peen, though. You can tell with the breasts. Right, well, out that- in public. Yeah, but I could be wearing. You should see. That's last true. week I was wearing big, you big could pad pe- it up. people. I was wearing a bra and I had it was a push up and it was a thing and people. It was nice boobs. Yeah. I had nice cleavage. A little Dolly going Parton on. thing going on. Something going on, and yeah. you would think so. I could be lying. It could be a optical illusion that mm-hmm. my. But I'm just saying, you guys don't trip on your size. Um, cut your fingernails. This is a great one. Yeah, you got to because for uh, guys. And women. I've dated girls who say that they the first thing they do is they look at a guy's hands. Yeah, it's yeah. true. That's a this is gonna be one of those things that people are like, I heard this on sex with Emily. It is true. Guys, like cut your fingernails, wash them like in the shower, <laughs> like take one of those even like those buff things and like get yeah, the yeah. dirt out. The dura Because guys thing. do you do look at that and I wonder too, I hear you Lufa. when you go to the bathroom. And you come out and you don't wash your hands and then you want to start fooling around. Yeah. Like there's bacteria. But the fingernail thing is good, important too for guys because you can like I, rip her. Like if mm-hmm. you go inside and your fingernails are not even just on, dirty, you could snag her. You could like rip her. I was on a date with a girl once back, and she said, look at, look at your, your fingernails. All I can think of when I see that is if you finger bang me, it would hurt. And that was our last date. And I did not finger bang. Right. Well, good. But now, yeah. but did you go? Do you have, have you cut your nails? I think things? about that all the time, or like I did at least before I was, uh, you know, locked up. Where I was like, I want to make sure my hands don't look painful. <laughs> you don't want those fingers to no, look painful. No, it's true. Guy. That would be a total. I agree. That's a good one. Um, you just uh, let's see what else. It's okay for guys to make noise, and that girls dig it. Oh, so true. I want to give every guy permission to make noise. Depends I think that noise. guys don't realize that they're not making noise. And maybe maybe guys were present because they think that they don't know what noise to make. And it sounds weird. Mm-hmm. Or I think a lot of times guys are just trained for masturbation to be quiet because yeah. they're afraid someone's going to hear them. Years of experience under the parents' roof. Right. Yeah. Well, make some noise. Make. We're not telling you what noise to make, but your body naturally wants to make a noise. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love this one. It's nothing like porn. It doesn't. Don't have your expectations of sex be like, it's going to be just like this porn Unfortunately, a lot of these guys, I think, nowadays are making it just like porn because that's the only sex they they know by the time they're actually having sex themselves. They're trying know? to make it like porn yeah. and not understanding why it doesn't work. Time well, to because finish on your face now, honey. <sighs> I know. I'm trying to that change that. That means way less babies, though. That's kind of good for the population. What, if they're coming at everyone's face? Yeah, it's hard to get pregnant when it's on your Shake face. Shake drip out. You don't know. You yeah. don't know, honey. It's not safe. It is true. It's nothing like porn. Nothing wrong with porn uh, for titillation, but not for your... That's why we exist here Titillate. to help people titillate. <laughs> okay, so uh, I think those were some of the highlights. Yes, Reddit. Emily, look at Emily all hip on the Reddit. Love it. I'm not not hip on Reddit. I just not... Hey, not you know go-to. Snapchat. Snapchat is the most confusing thing I've ever looked at. Everyone says that, yeah. and I, I don't know how I figured it out, but I did. And, you did. Uh, you, I love you, my snaps. You kill it. 
Thank you, honey. From what I've heard, I can't figure it out. <laughs> no, I don't know. One day I literally got locked out of my house and I had 10 minutes and I just sat there and I stared at it and figured it out. And then I Googled stuff. Here's the thing about Snapchat. I Googled, what does it mean to do, do, do? Yeah. Or you can YouTube and then a 12-year-old will say, okay, today we're going to be looking at how to do this on Snapchat. And right. they take like seven minutes to get to it. Oh, I hate those videos. I don't watch those videos. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? There's a YouTube video for everything. Yeah, for everything. And there's always like a 12-year-old who knows everything about the computer or the program that I'm trying to figure out. And it takes forever for them to get to it. Well, that's not me. You should Please not like source. my page and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> those might not be the people you want to go to. Um, okay, we can move on to emails. But first, you know what we're going to do? We're going to give a shout out to our awesome sponsors because we love you. And thanks, everyone, for supporting our sponsors and um, for listening to the show. And we'll be right back. The other day, my friends at Adam and Eve called to ask me if I wanted to give away free vibrators to my audience. I said no. I'm kidding. Of course I said yes, but only for a very limited time when you use code EMILY at adamandeve.com. They're going to send you a free pocket rocket with your order. Pocket rockets are great little vibrators. They're perfect for clitoral stimulation alone or with a partner. They're super easy to use and compact enough to stash anywhere. Oh, on top of the free pocket rocket, Adam and Eve will also chop 50% off the price of almost any single item and ship the whole order for free. To get in on this deal, just go to adamandeve.com and enter code EMILY at checkout. I suggest you do it before they realize just how many of you are out there. Hi, we're back. Anderson said, can I sit there? And I said, yeah, I think so. And then it turns out you can't because it says Mike won and uh-huh. I'm number one. Wow, it's so funny. All the shows that I do, like that comes up on pretty much every single one of them. Like I'm, I'm in the number one spot. You're in the number two. It just comes up. It's such a psychological little thing. No, that's not why they told me I had to. You're kidding. It's mic specifically for Emily, uh-huh. like the, all the volumes and the equilibrium right, right, the equal, and everything. E- e- the equalizer, the EQ. Yes, <laughs> yes, I got the it. Equilibrium Whatever. and the equalizer. <laughs> How it moves. Good to know producer Madison knows her ter- terminology. Uh, not sound engineer Madison, I would like to point out. So. Yeah, but dude, you're killing it on the sound, dude. You're freaking killing it. No, the other shows that I do work on, though, like they're always there, especially two, with always. Bald Brian. Like he always demands it, and I switch it when he's not looking, so I'm in the number one jack, and then he gets all like upset. It's pretty great. Really? That's yeah. pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on my number four which makes me feel very uh yeah Yeah. you always feel like that anyway so it's yeah it's it's feel natural though um okay emails yeah let's get on to that people i keep doing this thing with my computer where it zooms in oh that's the double tap the double tap you know how i fix that turn the computer on and off (laughs) no i just shut the document the other day, like, I could not get the entire thing was double tap, so I just turned it on and off. And I have a, a tech guy who says that he makes 90% of his... <laughs> Turning off and on things? Yeah, 90% of his job is just going into people's offices and turning their computer on and off. <laughs> he says 90% of what he gets paid for is rebooting people's computers. I could do that if yeah. things don't I work know. out. It's another 10%, though. That's where he makes the big bucks. Okay. So I have a question that you want me to answer on the show. I love that. And now it's e- so easy to submit your questions. Go to sexwithemily.com. Click on the Ask Emily uh, tab, fill out the form, hit submit. That's it. You can also leave me a voicemail. And that's um, 818-ASK-SWE1 and, uh, or 818-275-7931. And then there's also the, um, oh, how about the thing on the form where they can be checked, click the box for being called. Oh, to be called. Like, I would like to be yeah, called Yeah, okay, so Emily. here's the thing. We want you to leave voicemails if you want to just leave a voicemail. It's kind of fun. We've been peppering them in. Also, now, we want... We're having calls. So we've done a few shows now where you can click the box when you submit your question that, yes, I would like to be considered for a phone call. And then Eddie will reach out to you and say, hey, can we set up a time to call? So click that box if you're interested in being, after you submit your question on the website. Does that make sense? 
Yes, and Emily's not selling your uh, information. Target no, 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 no never, never. I promise I do not sell your information. You. None right. of that. We just want to hear. I just think it's fun to talk to people. Absolutely. Not even fun. It, it's fun. Don't get me wrong. But we can really get go deep and get there, and I can answer. like Because I'm listening going, wait, I don't know how old you are. I don't know what happened the day before. I have no idea how many emails that I've covered with you on the show, Em, but I've never done one where I didn't have at least one question for the emailer, but they're not there, so right. you can't ask it. And you were great on the last calling show we just did together. I'm like That was our first now. or second one. Despite my Mike status here I'm always great <laughs> you are always great okay um here we go Emily I love your podcast I have an interesting question that I'm hoping you can help with I've just recently started to attempt online dating using OkCupid it's going pretty well but I have one issue that keeps popping up I have a child and while I don't talk non-stop about her in my bio or during conversations she does come up multiple times on my page it's obvious that I do have a kid but I keep getting guys who message me that have don't want kids in their bio. <laughs> I'm not sure if they're not reading my page or if they don't care and want to try anyways. Do I bring it up or just roll with things? I don't want to be like, hey, I got a kid right off the bat because maybe they know that and are just trying anyways. Also, um, should I not reply to guys who don't want kids? I feel like there's an obvious answer, but I'm still confused. Thanks for any help. Check this though. I know your face, Anderson, is going, what? Brittany, 19 years old, Ooh, Illinois. Brittany. So she's 19. And so that makes this is why is your age is so important. I don't know how old the kid is, but we don't know. Like, we'll never know if these guys are reading your bios or they just don't mind, is the truth. And we could assume that it's either not a big deal or maybe they overlooked it. But if you're message, messaging, message by a guy who seems interested in, you know, getting to know you and you want to get him, you could just like, start a conversation with them and say, hey, so yeah, that sounds fun. But I noticed in your bio, you said you don't want kids. I have a kid. You could just get it out of the way. You could also um, talk to them on the phone first because I think, I know that 19 people don't want to talk on the phone, but I think if you've matched with someone before you go on a date with them, yeah. don't you think it's better even if a 15 I do. I, I don't think that the younger people are going to think that. Like 19-year-old Brittany, I don't think she's going to uh, be down with the phone calls because she's... They can't Younger, take- but it would really come in handy, Brittany, because you could you could be like talking to like say Joe, uh, Joe Schmo, and then like say yeah. So, anyways, I'm glad that you like my. Pro- hey, would you be quiet? Like, <laughs> yelling at your kid off the phone. Oh, sorry, that's my daughter. Yeah, sorry, my daughter's uh, putting her diaper on her head again. <laughs> sorry, that's actually not a bad idea. Working in a conversation, um, but I think you're 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 overthinking. I mean, you're, obviously, I understand why, but you could just take the guesswork out of it. Just get to the bottom of it. I bet you a lot of guys are saying, "I don't want kids now." Right. Um, Especially in your age bracket. Yeah, because yeah. you're 19. So and I maybe guess, if they don't want kids, perfect. They, they like kids and you have one. They right. don't have to have one of their own. They might own. be like, I don't want to be a dad right now. Right. And I don't know what you're looking for, Brittany. So again, I think I get that it's also at 19, not as many women on the dating sites might have a kid. Mm. But that's also, I think, you know, where you stand out. You'll find the guy that's like, wow, that's awesome that you're a mom. And I'm cool with that because I love you. And they'll fall in love with your kid. And yeah. Maybe these what? are probably 22, 23 year old screwballs. Uh, she should put it. It sounds like she's already put it in, in her bio and she should put it like towards the top of the bio. So if the guy doesn't know about it, it's his own fault for just looking at a picture and being a pig. You know what I mean? So that if it turns out to be an issue later, she can say, hey, it's right there in the front of my bio that I'm a single mom. Right. And uh, also a little preachy. Just be careful, Brittany. You don't have another kid with uh, somebody else now. OK, right. We're condoms. Let's be careful. Nineteen is tell. Nineteen young. It is young. Um, and so finally, do not be introducing your kid to any of these uh, no people no, you're dating. I, they, do not. This person, whoever you introduce your kid to, I don't know how old your kid is. I'm assuming very young. But once the kid is old enough to understand what's going on, make sure that this is a real solid person in your life. Right. Because that's how you mess kids up. Really mess them up Look with like me. guys coming and going. 
Yeah, exactly. Which you're you're entitled to do. You're young and you got to live your life. You got to you got to you know play the field and figure out who's right for you. But don't be introducing your your young child to that. So there's a part of me that yeah exactly. Don't introduce the kid and also don't go back and forth. You could also take the other approach and not even talk to these guys. Be like the ones who didn't read my profile and they say they don't want kids. Let's just assume it's not your guy. Because he didn't read and he doesn't want kids in the profile. But if, I mean, casual dating, you don't know what it's going to lead to. And it, just because it's, a, I could see a lot of 22, 23 year old guys saying they don't want kids, but they'd be willing to go out on a date with, with a girl who has, has one. Yeah. yeah, it could be good practice. Okay. So, you know, I say just go with your eyes open. And also, yes. I know that you're dating online, which I love, but it's also great to let your friends know you want to date and just mm-hmm. put yourself out there. And um, good luck to you. But it gets confusing. We had a girl that hung out in our circle of friends and she used to date around a lot of us and uh, she had a kid. And her nickname was Baggage. And people would actually call her Baggage to her face. She went with it. She thought it was kind of funny. But right. it's like, hey, have you That's seen Baggage nice. around? Brady's Where's Baggage? like that. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that could be her nickname. <laughs> actually, people would get how I get it. Baggage Brittany. <laughs> maybe you can make that your name on your profile. I so it's right that. there in your face. Oh, yeah. did you say that? I just said that. Huh. But you don't listen to me. I don't. Um, I saw you making faces at Madison. I, I get scared because oh, you guys... You guys edit me sometimes when I say bad things. No, no, that's because we're calling her baggage. But I think I, she sounds super. Her confusion is just like which guy do I date yeah. or not. So just eyes open. Yeah. yeah, how do I how do I figure it out? Okay, fifty two year old straight married male from Colorado who lives who listens via the Overcast podcast app. I love what he did here because I always ask you all name, age, where you live, how you listen. He just nailed it. I have, a, I have an issue I have yet to hear on your show. My wife of 19 years comes too quickly. Yes, she actually orgasms and isn't faking. It takes very little for her to reach climax, and once she does, she is done. Me, on the other hand, takes a very long time. Obviously, this proves to be a problem as she comes first and is done. She isn't too much into foreplay as she ends up coming early. So everything I have been taught falls apart completely. She doesn't like giving oral. She will sometimes but never to completion. Because she comes so quickly, she is always in a rush to get me to finish. Once she's hmm. done, she gets starts questioning me if I'm done. Major turnoff. <laughs> is there anything you can suggest to make her last longer and be more into it? Thanks, Dennis52, Colorado. He's right. We don't get this a lot. No. We, o- we often hear from women who are like, he comes too quickly. Like, um, there's this orgasm gap like we always talk yeah. about and what you know, what do you do about this? And they, but they've been together 19 years. I'm going to be quiet on this one and just let you uh, go at it. And I'm going to, I'm going to keep you honest though. So go ahead. Let's hear what you have to say. About I'm now this issue. feeling pressure. Why are you keeping, cause you think I'm going to reverse it cause it's a man and I'm not, I'm going to say the All exact right, You know same what? Thing. I don't want, I don't want, yeah. If this was reversed, how yeah, much well, that's when shit I read would you this, be giving thought, this guy? If the guy was like, all right, are you done oh, you yet? Are you done like, yet? Your wife's a bitch. I can't believe she you doesn't care. You would be doing that if it was I, a guy kind of. I, I do not, I've never said anything negative Can about you men imagine or women. a guy who finishes real fast and then starts to try and get his girlfriend or wife to finish and he's like, are you finished? Are you done yet? Looking at his watch? Yeah, it happens you all the time. Give, you would give that guy shit. I wouldn't give him shit. Okay. I would just say, I never say guys or I don't yell at anyone. You, you, no, I know, you don't yell at anyone. Menace has this too. He's like, you've done this before. He's like, you would totally da da da. I just say to because well, it's we so call common. people douchebags. You and I agree that people are douchebags when we get emails. I, I don't love to, to, to label people. I feel like we all have good and bad in us. Cannot judge. I, tr- I really try not to judge. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not judge. Let's just talk about this, okay? <laughs> we don't talk a lot because it doesn't come up, and it doesn't. What I love too is though, just because we don't get emails over this, I'm sure there are other men in his situation oh, yeah. who for sure have this experience. Nicole Richie's one of these. What? Yeah, Nicole Richie, she was on Loveline talking about how she comes really fast all the time. She says she sits on the, on the cold floor in the bathroom and she comes. She's just constantly coming quick. It's weird. 
Really? Yeah, there are okay. some women that are like that. There are, there are definitely some women. And I feel like, um, okay, so when this situation is reversed, as it often is, I always make it clear that the you know man needs to be sensitive to his partner's needs and to slow down, make sure that you know she's taken care of. And I'm going to say the same exact thing here, that I, I understand that you guys are in your routine after being together for so long, but um, things got to change here because you, I, I love that she can come so quickly. That's awesome. But she can also, you know, you guys can slow this down with, you know, foreplay and let her know, first of all, first of all, conversation. Have you talked about this? You have to let her know, not just like you need to slow down or I need a blowjob, but like, how does it make you feel that she's kind of disregarding your pleasure? Like, it probably doesn't feel very good. You're probably feeling, like, neglected and not very sad. Clearly, you're not satisfied. And um, just let her know that, like, it's something that's, like, really important to you and that you both got to be getting your needs met. The only thing that really is is a trigger here, though, is, is her saying, are you done yet? And her being well, right. impatient. Otherwise, she's doing the Lord's work, right? She's actually taking care of him after she's finished. She's not, though. She's not. She sometimes gives him blowjobs. Sometimes she doesn't. I thought she most, says, most of the time she does. No, but when most, she does, okay. When she does, she's like looking at her at her watch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She's like, I'm done. I'm done. And now maybe you guys are busy. you got kids. I get it. There's a lot that goes on and you get into these routines. But she could probably learn to have an org. She'd have a multiple orgasms yeah. first of all if she has one and she's done yeah. i think that she's missing out on a lifetime of like having multiples like it's, it's never too never too early to start never too late to start learning to have orgasms um and like here's the thing about sex is she she could also like have an you could start with foreplay fooling around and then she could you know she could have an orgasm then she could start pleasing you you could you know if you need to like Bring in like a flashlight, you guys. I thought you were going to say her sister or something. Her spring and her sister, yeah. you know, have a threesome. You know, she can take a break and like after Emily's she has an orgasm. Kidding. Kind of kidding. No, but I'm saying like the, the refractory period for yeah. women to have like multiple orgasms. Right. Like if she quickly orgasms, she might not have tried it. Like a lot of women just think they're done. Mm. And she could truly like be going down on you, but then also like using a vibrator, using her fingers. And I bet she can get back on top of you and have an orgasm again. So I think this can kind of be a fun way for you guys to like relearn how you're having sex. Um, and so... I just think that, you know, she doesn't like blowjobs. I'm not sure what that's about. Mm. She doesn't want to finish you. So mm. bringing some porn into the situation, um, like, I don't think that you have to live like this any longer. I don't like that they're having sex and he's not having this climax. I can see why this is frustrated after 19 years. That just makes me feel and like this is going to be some work, though, because they, they're they set in their routine. Yeah, 19 years. You got you to gotta mix it up. Yep. Try taking her out to a, a hotel to start the new mix-up. And Usually sit. a new environment uh, would be a good place to start a new routine. And then you can maybe bring it back to the house. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. And also there is, on the off chance that like she has one after 10 minutes and then it takes him 45 minutes. He's not being specific See, here. See, this is what I want to say. Is yeah, he if he's on the phone, we're going to ask that. Maybe he is a delayed ejaculator and Which, that he doesn't even realize that he's been with her so long. Well, that's that's exactly. Thank you, Anderson. That's exactly what I was I doubt thinking. It, there are some but it's no. A but here's the thing: I've been with delayed ejaculators, or as Drew always says, like retarded, retarded yeah, ejaculation. We try, yeah. we try to cut that out, but that's actually what it's called, medically right. speaking. But there are some guys who literally it takes them an hour, hour and a half, or they just can't orgasm. They're called intercourse. No, that's not true. I've been with one of these guys before, and it takes forever, and it was frustrating. I was like, I, I'm really good. Like, yeah. I gotta say, I know how to give a killer. And you ladies job. always blame yourselves. No, like, am I, I not hot enough? I knew well. I knew enough to know, but, but. I'm wondering if that's your situation as well, in which case you might not even know Daniel because you have been yeah. with her for so long. But if you do take an hour, um, which is fine, 
we're never going to, you know, women take 45 minutes an hour sometimes. It's just that we got to look at all the whole situation here. And you guys just got to find a new dance together. That's all it is. And make sure that, you know, she's, she's on the page with this and realizing that she might not know how you're feeling, right. how much this is. Yeah. Have her listen to this. Concern. Have her listen to this. Have a good time together. Grow your sex life. Actually, you need to anyway. You need to be expanding it. Okay. I do. We all do. You're Everyone gonna. Does. I can't wait till you start talking about your sex life when you guys start. I'm assuming you haven't had sex yet, Anderson. It's been it's been a dark spot, yeah. I know. It's been a dark spot. Do you need some lube? Okay. Hi, Emily. My question is how to tell if you should let a new partner know that you are, as many people call it, a squirter. <gasps> some backstory. I met a man while traveling. We've been talking a while, and since um, now he's coming to visit. Mm. When we initially met, we did not share any sexual interactions aside from a hug and a kiss on the cheek when we left each other. I know that when I have sex, I produce a lot of female ejaculate yeah. and in previous, if previous measures are not taken, the bed isn't suitable to sleep in afterwards. Right. I want to give him a heads up, but I don't really know how to approach this. Also, I don't want him to be disappointed if for some reason I don't squirt oh, the first time yeah. uh, with him because on occasion it doesn't happen, though it mostly does. Right. I have one partner. Um, I, I have an, one other friend who has this issue many times, and I always she always struggles with telling new partners. So tell how to tell, when to tell, let it be a surprise. Let me know. With love, Sage. Sage. Good name, yeah, Sage. I love it. I think that you don't need to make a big deal about it before mm. at all. If it happens, he'll be totally psyched. Um, but you don't want to tell him too early because like, you'd be like, I squirt and like set up this whole thing and right. then don't squirt. But if you have a sense of humor about it, and he does too. Have you ever seen Dexter? No. Dexter, like he has a, he'd set up kill rooms every episode and he would kill his, uh, his victim in there and he would line everything with cellophane. And that'd be kind of a funny way to like let him know, and you know, you line the entire bedroom with cellophane, and, and you walk him in there, right? And like, and he's like, "What's going on?" And you just look at him and go, "I'm, I'm a squirter." Honey. <laughs> <She's like that. laughs> that'd be a fun way. That would be a fun yeah, way. Yeah, he'd always that. remember it. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> cellophane. Does he really? I'd be really excited if I walked in with a, a girl, and I'm like, "Why are you going to kill me? You're going to murder right. me right exactly. now?" Exactly. No, I'm just going to no, squirt all just over gonna you. Just going to squirt. Exactly. <laughs> um, that's actually not a bad setup idea. Cellophane, although that wouldn't totally work, and you could also suffocate yourself with this yeah, but I guess so I think you should just when you guys start fooling around I don't know where you're going to be at your house or you're going to be in a hotel if you want to like make sure that your sheets are fine just pull out like a blanket an extra blanket or towels and be like hey sometimes it gets really like messy sometimes it gets really yeah. wet in here and you just throw it down see what happens yeah. and let's take once do they have terry cloth sheets? Yes. So if you want to safeguard your sheets, Liberator actually makes a safe oh, blanket right. for that. It's called the Liberator Fascinator Throw Moisture Resistant Sex Blanket. I'm assuming they Jeez. probably have it at Good Vibrations. You could use code Emily and get a discount there. We don't have it on our site yet. We do have a lot of sex toys on our site, though. So yeah, you should I, check I that out. I know that. So it's a throw blanket that is absorbs fluids, no more wet spots. So that's a cool thing. You could also just use your beach towels or throw some towels down and just have them by the bed. Like we said, yeah, always have, have a towel by the bed. Have a towel by Sometimes the bed. Sometimes you need a little bit, a bigger towel by the bed if you're a squirter. But right. I agree. Like I've gotten wet before in that capacity. And Have you? <laughs> yeah. Really? I've talked got, about it. I'm just got a little bit uh, bashful when she was telling me that. That was I, I never see you I bashful. Squirt. I squirt. You were like looking I the other way. I if I want to. If a lot and of you guys did, I'm realizing that hotels, back to the hotel uh, life, they would have squirting rooms and non-squirting rooms probably, right? <laughs> like if there was more of you guys in the population, they probably would. Because they have like smoking rooms, non-smoking rooms. They'd be like, well, they don't even have that anymore. Animal Most rooms. Yeah. Like, you squirt or not squirt? Yeah, squirting rooms. It'd be a great way to know your partner. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Can you imagine though, like let's go back to, I don't really want to go back to the dirtiness hotel rooms, but if you like get that's soak a mattress they're not gonna like change not, the mattress they might out flip it. they'll flip the mattress oh. 
Oh my god! Because they're doing work. Oh the reason god. why this keeps coming up is they're doing work on the house that my wife and I rent because there was a massive leak in the ba- in the bathroom, and we're, there's contractors in there for three full weeks with the newborn. We have a newborn, a cat, and three dogs, and we're nomadic right now. So we're staying at motels, hotels, in-laws. It's brutal. That is brutal. And now I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. Exactly. I can't <sighs> even sleep thinking about you there tonight. But um, yeah, babe, don't worry. babe, babe, Sage, you're cool. you're good. Don't you got tell your friend to just don't overthink it. Just make sure there's a towel there. Throw it down. Yeah, and make the sure there's time, a beach towel. A big towel. That happens, and yeah. he's going to be psyched that you squirt. But I wouldn't be like, listen, we need to talk. I'm a squirter. Most of these things that people are emailing about, like, are not major. Even, can I go back to Daniel for a second? Yeah. This with the wife, uh, Daniel in Colorado. Like, I feel like this is going to be a big conversation, like, these 19 years, we need to talk. I'm really upset. Just be like, babe, you know what happens with us, with the coming, and then you come, and then I don't. Like, let's just, like, have some fun and figure out a way that we can both come. Like, make it tone, all that, very important. And with, with Sage, just like when it starts to happen, you don't want to, I don't think you want to have a precursor like over dinner. Like, by the way, if we bang later right. tonight, this I might happen. Like when it starts going down, like, you know, whisper in his ear, like it, sometimes I get a little messy and grab like a towel or sometimes yeah. I, and he'll be stoked. You know, he'll probably right. be all that more engaged at, totally. right after you say, whisper that in his ear. I just got even more engaged. I Look think that's that. hot. The way you said it, sometimes it gets good. Sometimes I get really messy down there. Right. But you don't want it to sound like maybe she has Crohn's disease right. either. That could totally throw it for a loop. I was, that's why I said messy, but I meant it gets <laughs> it gets wet. And you don't want to say moist. No, no one wants no to say moist. moist. If they can avoid it for the rest of their lives, they should not say moist. How would you say it? You just say sometimes it gets wet. I guess squirt. You got to say the word squirt word. Like sometimes okay I squirt. That. Sometimes. sometimes. Everyone, every guy knows that for the most part. Well, if they watch watching porn. Okay. Um, we have time My for vagina one more. thinks it's a fireman. <laughs> That doesn't work? No? Like a fire hose? Putting out fires? No. Okay. Okay. Hi, Emily. I love your show. I'm a 24-year-old. My vagina sneezes a lot. No, that's no good either. No. Um, Yeah. (laughs) It is messy, though. If you've ever been, like, it does the whole mattress. It's a good thing. Okay. Love your show. I'm a 24-year-old female with a 27-year-old male partner. We've been together two and a half years. I recently snooped on his phone and found mm. a conversation with his best friend where he described a sexual dream he had about a mutual friend of ours. This mutual friend is, of course, athletic, toned, and muscular, exactly his type. I confessed to snooping. We talked through it. These texts didn't make me think he was cheating or even interested in her, but now I keep thinking about the fact that he thinks she is so attractive. This is especially hard for me since he likes athletic women, which she is, and I don't always have that body type, only when I'm exercising regularly. It's not that I think he doesn't find me attractive. I just keep thinking that he thinks she and other women are more attractive. This leaves me feeling less attractive in bed and in general. I probably shouldn't expect my partner to think I'm the most attractive person. I I get it. But now I can't get over my self-esteem issues and feeling lesser than. Please help. Caitlin, age 24. She also sent the text exchange, which... Oh, she did? Yeah. Look at that. I know. So this is... I get it. Um, So here's the thing, Caitlin. It's normal for men and women to find other people attractive in a relationship. This is just a fact of life. This is going to happen. But I get that by you snooping, which I'm not going to judge because I honestly feel that everybody snoops these days, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that it's this is going to be particularly harder for you um, because you read this dream that or this fantasy he had about this girl. Was it a dream? He had a dream, a fantasy. He had a and dream about her, here's which the thing. is involuntary. True, 
But either way, and don't read it in the subconsciousness. No, but all. fantasies. Maybe he fantasizes about her. Who knows? But he dreams so many random things, though. It's not because he wanted to necessarily. Right. Well, that's the thing about fantasy. In fact, fantasy is important in a relationship because it gives us the variety that yeah. we don't get from being with other partners. So to have an active fantasy life and to be thinking about other people, I know that a lot of when you're married or committed, you think it's a horrible thing. It's like cheating. And it's not. It's a part our brains work. It keeps things exciting. Mm-hmm. It's part of keeping our eroticism alive, actually, is having an active fantasy. Um, it doesn't mean that that's what he wants in real life. And um, you just got to trust him. Like, I feel like you already do trust him. But what has happened here now, Caitlin, is that this is wreaking havoc on your self-esteem. Yeah. Which probably, like a lot of women, wasn't, you know, it's always teetering a little bit. Like, we're always kind of working on strengthening it. But I think that you really have to... Um, it goes back to the confidence thing and just trusting that, you know, he finds you attractive and that you also love yourself, love your body, find yourself attractive. So when you find yourself obsessing about this, which I get it, I, I've, I've snooped and then I found things out and I've been obsessive. You've ruminated. Yeah. I've ruminated for sure. Maybe I am OCD. We talked about that earlier. Before the show. I don't think, I wish I was OCD. You have a little twinge of OCD. Let's move on. Um... <laughs> I don't think that there's anything that your boyfriend can do to reassure you now and make you feel better. This is your job, okay, Caitlin? So your job is to work on your confidence, your body, like if you got to be masturbating more, coming up with your own fantasies and what really turns you on because you say it's also affecting your behavior in the bedroom. So for me, this is a great opportunity, I think, for you. What I suggest, it's a great opportunity for you to say, you know what, I'm going to feel sexy again or whatever makes you feel the sexiest. And this is a fun experience. Mm-hmm. Like whether it's like watching porn and getting to know your body, maybe you can have multiple orgasms. Maybe you can have G spot. Maybe you can squirt who knows what, but really like work on taking control, learning your own body. What makes you feel good? Feeling confident. He's not cheating. He's having a fantasy. What yeah. Think, it, it, a little shady with him talking to his friend about it though, especially since it's like, like they can't ever hang out with that girl again without her feeling really awkward now. Right. right? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't you know, know how if good I, the friend was. Like if I had a sexual dream about you or Madison, it's not going to be like uh, texting Carano saying, dude, you won't believe this, man. I was having this dream. I was double teaming Madison and M last night. Like I want to do that. 24. That's a good point. But even when I was, but I'm, I'm different. You would have at 24. Yeah, I would not have. You, I had little sisters and a mom that I loved. I, I was very, I, I, I never kissed and told ever. Okay, but not a lot just, of guys it's do. It's not just you that I don't. And maybe it was his best friend that he was like, hey, I had this fantasy, you know, th- this text thing. But I feel like um, self-esteem issues are an inside yeah. job. So whether you, if it's really getting bad, maybe you, therapy, I think it's great. A place or, to go and learn to love yourself. Use it, you know, use that energy in a, in a good way. Like there's, there's nothing wrong with maybe getting a little bit better shape to make yourself feel better about yourself. I'm not saying you have to do that. I'm not body shaming by any means. But being a healthier you is not a bad thing at all. Use this energy and as motivation maybe. I know that I feel a lot better about myself and right. uh, my relationships, whether it's now or in the past, if I had a little bit of a, a toned body or I just felt better from like, you know, wailing Absolutely. on the pecs every, other, every, every now and again. So... It is true. It is true. A lot of energy to expend too. But I've been working out. Well, I haven't lately, and I feel like my skin's crawling. You look ripped. Thank you. You really do. But the point is, I need it for my for my mental Mm -hmm. space in my head. It feels so much better. Get addicted to those endorphins. It's great. True. Okay. Thank you very much. Uh, Thanks, Caitlin. Let us all know how it goes. I love when we get the follow ups um, of how things go and how we help people. Yes. Yes. Or we didn't help people. Yeah, Anything goes. Let us know. Um, that's what we got time for. Thanks, Anderson, for coming in. Thanks for having me, Em. Leaving your baby um, to come see us. We yes, love it. I know. I've um, abandoned my boy. 
to be here. It's okay. I'll be back. Then. He'll get used to it. Um, okay. <laughs> so uh, thank you, everyone. <laughs> thank you, Anderson. Thank you, producer Madison. Thank you, Eddie and Lori and Jamie. And also, you guys, thank you for subscribing. Um, you can subscribe anywhere. iTunes is great. And you can review the show. Tell your friends about it. Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, all that. Um, and thank you so much for listening. Was it good for you? Email me. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. Here's a listener email I recently received, and let me tell you, it's not the only one of its kind. Hi, Emily. I'm a 38-year-old single mom who wants to get back on the dating scene, but I'm terrified. I've been dealing with bladder leakage and actually started wearing pads every day just to be safe. Between the leaking and the pads, I'm totally insecure about spontaneous intimacy with a new partner. How can I move past this? Well, first, let me tell you that she's not alone. It's actually estimated that 40 million women use pads every day for bladder leaks young, old, with, without kids. But let me tell you, there's nothing to be ashamed of. There are solutions though, and it's not just pads. The Apex by Pormois is an affordable device that uses gentle electrostimulation to create an extremely effective Kegel workout automatically. Not only does a strong pelvic floor help prevent the old sneeze and pee situation, it can increase the strength and frequency of your orgasms, which should also help make you want to get intimate again. Similar to the intensity that I've spoken about for years, the Apex delivers the same results without the rabbit vibrator functions, making it the perfect option for women who are sensitive to stimulation. To start using an Apex and stop relying on pads, visit pourmoi.com slash Emily. That's P-O-U-R-M-O-I dot com slash Emily.